You're listening to SBS News. Afghanistan is being battered by its coldest winter in over a decade. More than 150 people have died, according to Afghan government officials. The temporary suspension of several aid groups in the country means millions are on the brink of famine. Many non-government organisations have halted operations in the country after the Taliban placed a ban on most women working for aid agencies. In the Hindu Kush, a vast mountain range that stretches between central Afghanistan and northern Pakistan, winter is brutal. The area is home to the world's second highest road tunnel, the Salang Tunnel. Avalanches make the site a death trap in winter. Saki Muhammad provides the only highway rescue in this part of the country, selling chains for tyres. I have heard people died of cold. My kids recently got sick. Some of my animals died. Till now, I haven't heard people died in Salang. He told the BBC it's only going to get colder. It gets so cold. You can't see the road. You can't walk. And the heaters in cars don't work. Even Muhammad's five-year-old son, Jamshid, must help keep his family alive. His hands and feet burn in the cold as he carries water from the river to their small home made from mud. Temperatures have dropped as low as minus 34 degrees Celsius, hitting the country in the middle of a severe economic crisis fueled by the Taliban takeover in August 2021. Muhammad's family say aid agencies couldn't help them, as others were considered even worse off. Several foreign aid agencies were forced to suspend operations late last year, saying they couldn't effectively provide aid without female workers. The United Nations aid chief Martin Griffiths says six million people are on the brink of famine. He sends a message to the Taliban. My message through all the Taliban line ministries, all of relevance to all our operations across the whole landscape humanitarian action is, if you can't help us rescind the ban, give us the exemptions to allow women to operate. I was in one of the uh, Taliban ministries yesterday, specifically talking about the need for nutrition, and what we call WASH, water, sanitation and nutrition, where women's work is particularly vital to the success of the operation. So the the winter is a worry. It's not the only worry. Last week, the Taliban said women could perform humanitarian work in the areas of health and nutrition. But the ban remains in place for all other work. One minister says the international community must accept Afghanistan's Islamic culture. Men are already working with us in the rescue efforts, and there is no need for women to work with us. This is an act of cruelty carried out by the United Nations, and it's unacceptable. In the UN, there is a law that says respect should be shown to all people in all religions. Our religion does not allow women to work in that way. But the role of women under Islam is contested. The United Nations Deputy Secretary-General Amina J. Mohammed was part of the delegation meeting with Afghan government and religious leaders. Ms. Mohammed said women do have rights in Islam. We do have rights in Islam. I reminded them that, you know, uh, if it is women in business, it is the first wife of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, uh, who was a businesswoman that funded Islam. 
Um, if it was uh, uh, coming to, for more knowledge and advice and guidance, it was a younger wife, Aisha, who gave that. Uh, so, and Fatima, and ed- education. So, you know, you know, Shoan, you talked about Ikra, the first word in the Quran. Um, it, it is. It's a, it's a religion of light. It's a living religion. And I think that a lot of what we have to deal with is how we travel the Taliban from the 13th century to the 21st. And that's, that's a journey. So it, it is not just, you know, overnight. Abdul Rahman Zahid from the Afghan Ministry of Natural Disaster Management pleads for assistance. We ask the friendly countries and the United Nations office to help all those our poor and needy people affected by nature during this situation. The distribution of heating, fuel and warm clothes has been severely disrupted by the absence of female workers. More than 150 deaths have occurred as a result of the cold temperatures, flooding and other weather-related issues. Shazia lost two of her children two months ago due to extreme cold weather and lack of heating. She lives in a makeshift camp in Kabul after being displaced from Lagman province. The weather is cold. Two months ago, I lost two of my children, one on Friday and the other on Saturday, due to cold weather. We don't have enough heating resource to use inside the room. When we bake bread, we also warm ourselves sitting here. The UN's aid chief insists the Taliban must expand its exemption to allow women to work. Women provide vital services in the health sector as nurses, midwives and doctors. But Afghan women are also required in humanitarian agencies, Mr Griffiths said, because they ensure the needs of Afghan women and children are represented. He says he's deeply concerned that a lack of commitment from international donors could jeopardise the UN's ability to fund the $4.6 billion in aid Afghanistan requires each year. I lose sleep about this. I really do. It is the biggest international humanitarian programme ever. It's $4.6 billion a year. It's a lot of money. We need their money for this. We need their solidarity. But it is that level for a reason. It's not that we plucked that from, from the sky. It's because the people of Afghanistan are going through, in a sense, their hour of greatest need, even after decades of suffering. Taliban leaders say they are working on guidelines to provide more clarity and potentially allow women to provide humanitarian work, the UN's aid chief said. Deputy Secretary-General Ms Mohammed hopes the UN delegation makes an impact. Um, and I hope this trip has contributed to um, reinforcing our demands that these bans are reversed, reinforcing the demands of women's rights um, and girls' rights to be respected, continuing an engagement beyond this trip because this is not a one-fix wonder, um, and then creating that space um, for can the international community come um, more to the front, more unified. For now, Afghanistan's people must wait for support as they endure one of their harshest winters. Katrina Stirrett, SBS News.